Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Welcome back to another thirst-quenching episode of the Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, where the drinks are strong, the banter is lively, and the hosts are, well, let's just say they're one of a kind. Pour yourself a generous glass, kick back, and let's dive into the fun with your hosts. First up, we have the master of mixology, the sultan of simple syrups, the man who measures twice and pours once, Matthew Muddled Mint Henry. He's here to ensure that your cocktail classics stay true to form and your glass never runs dry. And then there's the grandiose, the magnificent, the one whose cocktail shaker might as well be a scepter, Sir Benjamin Bitters Henry, the Duke of Drams, the Earl of Elixirs. Venturing where no bartender has dared to go, he's ready to lead us on an Epicurean expedition into the exotic and the extraordinary. So tighten your apron, adjust your crown, and let's get ready to shake up some laughter and libations. It's time for the Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. How you doing, Sir Benjamin? Wow, that was like that was like a pre-NBA game hype, you know announcer right like yeah i almost i almost i almost channeled that that boxing dude was it michael buffer is that his name where yeah oh yeah 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 let's get ready to rumble dude you know i almost was like i was like but i didn't want to quite go there so i tried to tone it down just a little bit you know right right yeah well that's i mean that was that was how it was written i mean that's how it was written you know that's that's yeah it was yes but this is just a cocktail episode it's not a heavyweight fight or an nba game <laughs> that too you know like i mean i agree i agree that it is not that thing but at the same time why do those guys get special treatment and we don't like what what's so amazing about them nothing right yeah right you know one day matthew people are going to make podcasts about podcasters (laughs) i think they already do that actually people make youtube videos about youtubers like reaction videos to their latest video kind of thing yeah 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 they do reactions and like you know analyses and you know um so anyway it's good to be hyped and uh, let's see how was my week i don't I don't I don't remember. Oh, that's right. I do remember. I had to work a lot on a punch this week. And you know how I get when I'm working on my punches, <laughs> right? Like blackout city. <laughs> Folks, if you're blacking out when you drink, you probably have a problem. And, you know, I would be fine if you stopped listening to this show or at least this portion of the show, because you should probably seek assistance. But that doesn't mean it's not funny to talk about. <laughs> and it's funny when it happens to other people. And as far as you're concerned, I'm other people. So that's that's why I don't remember my week, but I know it was a good one, Matthew, is because I don't remember it, but I did come out of it with an awesome punch that I'm showing off today. And I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if I can think of something that happened during the week that was funny. That I could edit in instead of that. Nope. 
How was your week? <laughs> uh, it's raining really hard today, and and the lights have flickered a couple of times. And so I thought maybe we wouldn't even be able to record tonight. I thought, oh, I'm going to be lighting candles and just sitting in the dark. But but uh, that has managed to stay away. So here we are. But uh, that's probably been the most exciting thing that's happened. Well, I, got, I do got a question for you. Oh, right. The question. The question is, the Super Bowl's coming up. What is your favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday? My favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday? Yes. Well, I mean, the game, I guess. After that, I mean, I I like the Puppy Bowl. Me too. I do like the Puppy Bowl. I don't like pregame. Hate pregame. Like, I just, pregame is just, ugh, ugh, ugh. Don't don't watch the pregame stuff. Oh, oh, oh. I, the, the the national anthem, whatever, that's fine. I like it when the jets fly over after that. I like it too when they're like something different and weird, like the the, the B fifty two bomber or the A tens or like you know seventeen helicopters, you know, flying in formation. I really like those ones. The jets are cool, but I really like something different and weird, you know, like like man, what if those helicopters just started swooping around and just shooting all the fans in the thing? <laughs> that would be insane. That would be terrible because then the game probably wouldn't happen. That would be terrible. That would be the worst part of that, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, now the game's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh man. They could shoot t-shirts. They could shoot t-shirts. <laughs> you know, and just just t-shirts just fl- Oh man. Then all the fans would be just tearing each other apart for those t-shirts. Uh, I'm gonna recommend that one. I guess I just did. Unless I edit it out. We'll see. Anyway. Matthew, I really went down the rail, but I gave myself room to do that. I, I feel like I feel good. <sighs> so those are all my favorite things of the Super Bowl. OK, you didn't mention the two that I find the most fun. Uh, first of all, first of all, is you know, Super Bowl Sunday. It's your free card to eat whatever the heck you want. <laughs> right. There's there's nothing off the table when it comes to Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, it's calories. What are those? Right. I mean, you just eat everything and anything and it's always it's fried or you know just not good for you and i love it i just that's my favorite that's probably my favorite part of super bowl sunday is just the gorging of foods deep fried bacon wrapped foie gras exactly yes give it to me all and the other the other part though is i do like the commercials and I, oh yeah, I actually that's i I actually look forward to them and this year i have a dilemma Mm. Because I actually care about one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl, meaning that I'm going to want to watch the game. Because mm. in the past, other years when the 49ers aren't in it, I use the game time to go to the bathroom <laughs> when I have to go so that I can be back in time for the commercials. I don't want to miss those, even though I could look up the commercials afterwards on YouTube and watch them all. It's still fun to see them in the middle of the game. So that's that's those are my favorites. I am actually looking forward to the pregame this year because I feel like we're going to get like a Brock Purdy rise from the ashes kind of, you know, you know, story, you know, his humble beginnings and all that. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I am all in on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is uh, the best thing that's happened to 49ers since Steve Young. And I am I'm all here for it. So so uh, give me more of that. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm planning on. And I'm planning on being at your place for the Super Bowl. That's right. So I, you know, those, the, the fried foods and all that, I'm just, I'm just um, putting that out there right now. Well, Matthew, 
We will be serving deep-fried foie gras wrapped in bacon. Nice. Actually, it'll be double-wrapped in bacon. We're going to take the foie gras. We're going to wrap that in some nice smoked bacon. We're going to bread that, and then we're going to fry that in a cast-iron skillet given to me by our grandmother. And then after it comes out of the frying pan, we're going to wrap it in another piece of bacon, which we will then bake under the broiler. And then we're going to take some chili. It's going to simmer on the stove for days. And then we're going to put that into cups. Stay with me here. We're going to freeze those. Okay, and then we're going to take those out and we're going to roll them in flour. A little cornstarch mixed with flour. And then we're going to deep fry that. Deep fried chili? Deep fried chili. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> deep fried chili. That's right. And then we're going to take some Oreos. We're going to surround those in ice cream. We're going to bread that up. And then we're going to deep fry that. <laughs> And we're going to wrap that in bacon. <laughs> All right. I'm down with this. Lots of fried and lots of bacon. I like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Because if the game doesn't go the way you want it to, at least you know that you will have deep fried food to comfort your soul. Nice. Nice. Along with some strong cocktails. The cocktails that we are making today. That's right. All right. Well, you know what you know what time it is. Is it that time? It's way past that time. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is way past that time. I have gone on so long uh, for a holiday. For a holiday, that's what I think of it. I think it's a Super Bowl. It's a holiday that I kind of enjoy, like Christmas. <laughs> I'm not really Christian, but I do the holiday. I'm not really NFL, Matthew. But I do the holiday. All right, all right. As as one does, as as many do. That's right. That's right. All right. You know what time it is? Is it that time? It is that time for Tip, Tip of, of the day! day! Tip of the day, Ben. Tip of the day. So you are making, I'll just give it away. You're making a punch. I am. I think you actually, you may have already mentioned that. Yeah, a deep fried punch wrapped in bacon. That's right. And so the tip of the day, do you want to share your tip of the day since it's your tip? Yeah, sure. I will tip, I will give my tip of the day. And, you know, it's interesting. I thought this tip when I when I mentioned it to Matthew, he, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is not that so many people know this tip. And he was like, I didn't know that tip. And I thought, wow, you know what? There are a lot of ignorant people in this world. <laughs> maybe Matthew, maybe Matthew's not the only person who doesn't know this tip. So this is for all you people that listen to our show that I'm calling ignorant? Is that bad? Is that bad? Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Is that bad? Yeah, that's bad. So, yeah, it's bad. This is for those who may have forgotten right. what a good tip this can be, like myself. This is for the people who don't watch cooking shows. Yeah, right. Right? And you don't, you're not a Martha Stewart magazine reader. You don't listen down home with, with Ray, whatever her name is, the pioneer, the pioneer lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't listen to her. And so you don't know this. Here's my tip of the day. When you are making a punch and you're going to put it in a, uh, a a large container so that people may 
you know, get their own punch, fill their own glasses. Something that you can do to keep it chilled, but still keeping it taste nice and fresh, instead of putting ice in there to keep it cool, you can put in frozen portions of the punch mixture itself so that it, when it melts, it's diluting its, the punch with more punch. I like it. However, if you're pre-mixing in your alcohol, you don't want to put that into the portion that you freeze because it won't freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. I was, that was my one question. Right, right. Well, that's that's the trick. I mean, that's why. So you're so you're freezing like the everything but the alcohol then. Everything but the alcohol. So whatever you have in your punch, that 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 doesn't have alcohol in it or doesn't have bubbles in it, everything else you can pre-freeze and then use that and then put that into your punch. And so as it melts and chills the punch, it will just be refreshing the punch with more punch flavors. If you don't have a lot of those, you can actually use frozen bits of fruit. Like, for example, in my cocktail today, I have fruit. And so I could put that same fruit, which I had frozen in the freezer, I could dump that into my my punch bowl. And that will thaw out a little bit faster. So I would probably refresh that multiple times over the course of, of the party. You know, whenever you get up from the couch when there are or are not commercials, depending on how you celebrate Super Bowl Sunday. Right. If you're a commercial person, then you get up during the game. If you're a game person, then you get up during the commercials. And then that's when you refresh your punch bowl with the frozen chunks of fruit. But anyway, that's my tip of the day. Use your punch to chill your punch and also keep it fresh and punchy. Great tip. Great tip. Thank you. All right. And I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry I called you all ignorant. Except Matthew. I'm not sorry about that. Oh, I, th- I thought I was going to get the apology. I was all ready to be like, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I forgive you. Okay. Uh, I don't want to apologize, but I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I think it's my turn to go first today. And I am excited to bring a cocktail, an original cocktail that I'm calling Purdy and Red. And... Why are you calling it that, Matthew? Uh, because the 49ers quarterback is Brock Purdy. And uh, and I felt like a pretty good cocktail just wasn't a good enough name, so which was my first draft. <laughs> it was going to be a pretty good cocktail. And then I was like, mm. ah, it doesn't really ring true, although it might be true. I don't know. Anyway, Purdy in red is, uh, instead of pretty in red, Purdy in red. And... I will say that my goal was to have a red cocktail because the 49ers are red. And unfortunately, the Chiefs are also red. <laughs> yeah, this was a problem. This was a problem. But but I'm, I'm ignoring that. I'm ignoring that. But, you know, the two the two liqueurs or aperitifs or whatever that are out there that would really punch it up into red are unfortunately Campari and Aperol. And... It would have looked so pretty with one of those, but I can't stand Campari. And Aperol still was just a little too bitter. And I did try around, play around with that. <sighs> those people aren't welcome around these parts. Yeah, I just I just couldn't go there. Mm-mm. I couldn't go there. So instead, I I went with a darker red. Okay, so it's, mine is a darker, more burgundy kind of red. And, you know, sometimes the 49ers roll out those alternate colors. And so I'm just rolling with it. But this one has two ounces of gin three quarter ounces of ginger liqueur, 
three quarter ounces of cherry hearing liqueur, three quarter ounces of lemon juice. And then as optional add-ons, you could maybe, it might not be quite sweet enough. So maybe like a teaspoon or a quarter of an ounce. If you do a teaspoon and a half, as we learned last week of simple syrup, just to sweeten it up a little bit, if you want some sweetness in there. Uh, and then one to two dashes of Peychaud's bitters. And, and I must admit the reason I put that in originally was to try and give it some more red. But so, but it does, it does taste good. I like it, but you don't need it. Okay. So if you don't have Peychaud's bitters, you, you don't, you don't worry about it. You don't need it in the cocktail. But if you do, then yeah, throw a dash or two in there. That's great. I am garnishing this sucker with six Luxardo cherries because one for each Super Bowl win the 49ers will have after Sunday's game. Ah <laughs> boy. Atta boy. Yeah. So so I've I had to I had to have two cocktail uh, picks to hold six because I could only get five <laughs> on on one of them. So so I had to I had to break out the second. I have two cocktail picks full of three with three cherries each. So you take all those ingredients but the cherries Put them into a shaker with ice. Shake it until well chilled, about 10 to 12 seconds. Double strain that sucker into a chilled cocktail glass. And you're going to add the cherries on your cocktail picks and enjoy. So that is what I'm drinking, Purdy and Red. Okay, so first of all, I was a little taken aback when you said six Luxardo cherries. Because as you know, the rule on this show is a prime number. I know. I was, but, but five, you know, I mean, three is just not enough. So three, you know. I just right three is standard like i mean if you're making a st- standard cocktail it's three luxardo cherries like if you're not getting that folks at whatever bar you go to then you're getting swindled okay you know that you go to a bar they're getting one they're getting one luxardo cherry <laughs> you're getting one and it's not a luxardo <laughs> sometimes it depends on the bar sometimes it will be. that's true that's true that's true but you should be getting three because listener you deserve three you do you do but i'll excuse that matthew because of I like it. I like the six. I like the six. Yeah, thank you. Because of the thank you. Yeah, there's the symbolism there, right? I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. And I like how you added the sixth one for the the impending victory. It's confident, you know, and and it also says this is not a stupid Kansas City Chiefs cocktail, right? Because I, you know, exactly. I, yeah, because it's it's red. So so that's the first thing I want to mention. I also really like this combo. The gin and ginger and cherry are really super complimentary flavors. I, I, I'm excited to try this myself simply because of that combo. So I, I find that very, very intriguing. You know, and I feel like on the show we've gotten a little bit away from ginger because I think we had an episode where we didn't have any ginger for like the first time in like 17 straight episodes. Like, I have no idea if that's true or not, folks, but it feels that way and it feels right. It feels like ginger <laughs> should be in every episode because it's such a wonderful flavor. May- well, especially when you're doing the winter cocktails, right? Ginger is going to find our way into there a lot. So I, I don't apologize for that. It's a great, a great liqueur and it adds so much uh, to a cocktail that you maybe wouldn't think to add. And so originally, actually, I think I stole this template from a cocktail that had elderflower liqueur, which we talked about last week. And then I and then I bastardize it so much that it doesn't resemble anything like that original cocktail as I started kind of adjusting. And but I think this cocktail, it, it provides a nice a balance. I've been playing with the ratios and I'm not really sure, you know, between the ginger liqueur and the cherry liqueur and trying to kind of find at first I was 
three quarter ounces of cherry liqueur and a half ounce of ginger. Then I flipped that. Both were a little too tart. And so I ended up doing three quarter ounces of both. And I think that's a balance. I don't think you probably need the simple syrup if you go that ratio. But I, I like I said, I've been trying so many different different variations of this that uh, I worried that maybe it wasn't sweet enough. But I think I think with the three quarter ounces of both, it does provide a nice a nice balance. And the cherry and the the ginger give a very unique flavor. It's it's not it, it, there's obviously since they're kind of you know they're they're complementary, but they're also they kind of they kind of create their own, you know, this cherry ginger flavor is, is interesting. And it's something that you're not used to. And, and it actually provides enough sweetness and enough spice to kind of counteract the lemon juice. And you're not really tasting the gin much at all. I'll be honest. It's, it's more the lemon and the, and the two liqueurs that you get in, in front. So I think it's a really nice cocktail. I think it provides a good punch. It does have you know, you've got three pretty strong liqueurs or you you know, the gin and then two strong liqueurs in here. So I, it does, if you drink one of these, you'll feel it, you know, at the end. And I think that's kind of what you want when you're watching the Super Bowl, you know, and you, know, you want to have a little bit of a boozy drink and this, this definitely qualifies. So I am really happy with my Purdy and Red. Yeah, I really like it. I, I think I was interested in the ratios that you chose here because I know that you had done that and you were kind of on the fence as to whether or not you needed the simple syrup. And I guess my question was going to be, did it come off as too tart or did it come off as too uh, spirit forward? I think I I agree with you at an ounce and a half of liqueurs and they're two different liqueurs, but you have an ounce and a half of that plus two ounces of gin. That does feel like it's not going to be too gin like that that feels like the gin is actually maybe getting like you know it's it falls to the background rather than being the forefront yeah i think that the the three quarter ounces of each provide enough sweetness because it wasn't necessarily spirit forward there was some tartness to it that i wasn't quite i think it was kind of maybe the gin and the lemon juice combined was was not it was not giving that balanced flavor that i was looking for so right right did you think about pulling back on the lemon juice or maybe not that would have been another way. I, you know, no, I did not. I was, I, yeah, that could have been another way of, of going maybe a half ounce of lemon juice instead, but, but I'm, I'm happy the way it turned out. And I like the volume because, you know, you don't want to get up, you know, from your game to, you know, fill your you know cocktail glass. So no, no, you don't, you know, you got enough volume in here to last a little while. So. Yeah. And then you got to shake it and also, this is, this is labor intensive. Exactly. I mean, this is a good one to start the game off with, and then it's got to last a while. But but then after that, you really need something that you can just get in and out, just quickly serve. Yeah, and what would that be, Ben? That would be a punch, Matthew, in a nice, easily accessible punch bowl that is filled with frozen fruit not- and frozen juices mm-hmm. that make up that punch that as they thaw, add even more flavor to your wonderful, wonderful punch. That's what that would be, Matthew. And luckily, that's what I am presenting today. A punch that people can just put out for everybody else to serve themselves. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. So you as the host can stay glued to your couch and watch those commercials or the puppy bowl or the 
t- the the helicopters shooting t-shirts at everyone or the halftime show whatever it is that you like you can stay there and not have to worry about refreshing other people's cocktails because you put out a punch that they can refresh themselves with and that is what i am presenting today and i don't know that we ever announced this at the beginning of the show but i think they probably cracked the code folks this is a super bowl focused episode and Matthew and I are both presenting cocktails honoring the San Francisco 49ers young quarterback, Brock Purdy. And we're both having cocktails named after Brock Purdy. Right, Matthew? No, I wanted to. No, because, yeah, I know that you wanted to. You, 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 you were like, oh, oh yeah, this is Purdy's, Purdy's punch, punch, right? And I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, no. Yes. The, the alliteration begged for it, Ben. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have called yours Purdy in red. <laughs> you should have called you should have called it um, Wish Answered in honor of punter. Mitch Wisnowski? Yeah, I didn't remember his first name. Mitch Wisnowski. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Good old Mitch. Good old Mitch. Good eye. And so you know what? Luckily, I've got your back because that is what I am pretend- presenting today. Wishnowski's boot punch. Nice. Nice. Because, you know, punters don't get enough love. They don't. They don't get any love. Fourth most important position on the football team. Cause it- I like how you just like you keep like <laughs> like just putting these kickers like, you know, just r- right up there. Yeah. Well, it's the quarterback, obviously. And then obviously. it's the long snapper. Then it's the place kicker. And then it's the punter. OK. And the reason that. Yeah. But, but you qualify that not just because he can kick the ball, but it's also because he holds for the kicker. That's right. Right. Well, the thing is, is that one of those two guys, one of those two guys of those top four is going to be the guy that also holds the ball when the place kicker kicks the ball. And 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 the punters don't get enough love. And so that's why today I am presenting Wishnowski's boot punch. All right. So what's in Wishnowski's boot punch? Because I'm not doing this for any particular size, I'm going to say these in parts, not in any particular measurement. You could actually make this as a single serving cocktail if you wanted. So if you want to think ounces, that's fine. And here goes. The ingredients are one part mango juice, one part pineapple juice, one quarter part lemon juice, one quarter part lime juice, one half part simple syrup, and then two parts rum. You're going to take all of those ingredients and you're going to put them into some sort of large vessel and then you're going to stir that with a big spoon or a little spoon. And then you're going to refrigerate that until it's ready to serve. Oh, but before you do that, you're also going to want to throw into there some chunks of pineapple and some maraschino cherries, stems removed. And these are the bright red ones, folks. These are the ones that go on top of an ice cream sundae and otherwise I would turn my nose up at. No, no. In this particular case, you want the bright red ones. So not Luxardos. In this case, I don't think you want like Safeway Signature cherries or or whatever, Rayleigh's. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you throw those in there as well and then you refrigerate that until it is ready to serve. When you are ready to serve this, you put it into a big bowl with your frozen portions of mango juice and pineapple juice and your frozen pineapple chunks and maraschino cherries, if that's what you're going to do. Or you could just put this in a pitcher 
And then you're going to put that next to serving glasses where people can fill them with ice. And then they're going to pour that concoction into their own serving glass already filled with ice. And then they're going to top that with club soda. And then they're going to take a bottle of Peychaud's bitters because just like Matthew, I chose that particular concoction for its perfect 49er red color. And they're just going to dash that onto the top of their cocktail. And it's going to create this beautiful sort of fading glow down into the orangish golden color of the punch itself. And then they will sip and enjoy. And that is how you make Wisnowski's boot punch. Now, if you don't want to do the whole thing with the lemon and the lime juice and the simple syrup and the club soda, you could put all of the other ingredients in the pitcher, just like I said, and I'll turn my head as you put out some cold Sprite or 7-Up or, or Safeway Signature Lemon Lime Soda, right? Because <laughs> really, that's, that's, that's what, what you, you do. do. Yes. <laughs> so I, I will... This is a Super Bowl, folks. You don't need to go high end. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and I, you know, I'm not going to make you squeeze citrus if you don't want to squeeze citrus. Like, if you don't want to make a real cocktail, you don't have to make a real cocktail if that's what you're about. I mean, I, I won't judge you. I am totally judging you. But I won't judge you. But I am totally judging you. Another thing is if you don't want to put the bitters on the top of your cocktail is that you could put grenadine at the bottom of the glass or your guests could before you put everything else into that glass and then just do everything else the same. And then it's kind of like a tequila sunrise where the red is coming up from the bottom. And so that would be a nice alternative to the Peychaud's bitters on top. Any way you do it, they're all Wisnowski's boot punch in honor of the 49ers' fourth most important player. Now, notice I didn't say he's the, f- the fourth best player. I'm not pulling a Cam Newton here. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to downgrade Wisnowski. He might be their best player. He's really good. Like, he's really good. He's like one of the best at what he does. Well, that sounds really good. Thank you. And Mitch Wisnowski is is one of the best, of, especially this year. Yeah. He had a really good year. He did. He did have a really uh, good year. And 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 didn't have to punt as much as some other folks, you know, because the offense. Was- he's really good. I, I, and he's really good. And nobody thinks about him. Gets no love, no respect, except today here on Giant Cocktails. Exactly. And he's going to be so excited when we tag him on social media, you know, <laughs> showing him that he's got his own cocktail, you know. And so I, I, I kudos to you, though, for for keeping punches alive. Thank you. Like, I, I feel like, you know, that's the forgotten cocktail kind of genre. And to be able to just put something together that's festive and fun and tasty uh, it's a skill, and, and I'm impressed. I'm Thank impressed. You. And I fully expect the lemon-lime simple syrup concoction to be Safeway's you know, lemon-lime soda. <laughs> on Sunday? Uh, yeah. When I come okay. on Sunday. But it will pair nicely with the little tiny corn dogs and those kind of things that you're going to be serving. Do you mean the deep double-fried corn dogs wrapped in bacon, Yes, Matthew? exactly what yeah. I mean, yes. Okay, because it will. <laughs> Nothing like salty sweet. Man, I'm on the part of this already. I can't wait for Sunday to get here. Extra salt. Extra salt. (laughs) Extra, extra. I want you to know none of those things are going to be made. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of deep frying, man. I I don't have that much oil. I'm I'm bringing my own little corn dogs. Stopping at Costco on the way down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. The purdy in red 
and Wishnowski's Boot Punch. If you liked either of these cocktails enough to try them yourselves, or maybe you made something better. Take a scot of it, sponsored by Giant Cocktails. Or maybe just paint a word picture and send it to us on Instagram, the Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, Threads, or Mastodon. We'd love to interact with you all, and it really helps the show. You know what else helps the show, Matthew? Leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, telling someone. We used to say tell a friend, but, you know, you only have so many friends. So strangers and and, and enemies also could be, you know, useful to tell about. So tell them. Also, this isn't in the script, but if you could, like, you could retweet some of our social media posts or share some of our social media posts, that would be a big help as well. So don't, don't, don't be shy. Just go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. Push the socials, folks. Push the socials. If you can't be social in the real world, at least you can be social in the digital world. And on that note, we will see you all next Monday when we will be drinking these very same cocktails while Matthew either celebrates or cries and Ben just kind of generally shrugs his shoulders either way. Be celebrating. Gonna be celebrating. As we all bask in the glow of the end of the Super Bowl and stare into the abyss that is the six weeks until opening day. Until then, Matthew. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Go Niners. (laughs) I mean, we're on a losing streak here, right? Like we got, it, we it, it was the first, the first five or it was five and oh, and then. Oh yeah. We've lost two in a row we now. Lost two yeah. in a row. It's like, got to get out there. Got to get out there. Got to get it done. Yep. Got to get it done. Get it and done. This is it. Get it done. And goodbye. Thank you for listening to the giant cocktails podcast. Until next time. Bottoms up. I mean, folks, who are the greatest baseball players in the history of baseball? The guys who hit the most home runs, right? Yeah. Go look up the people who scored the most points in the NFL. Greatest players ever. What position is that? They're place kickers. (laughs) Like, duh. Nobody scores more points than these guys. And they're like, oh, who cares? And what do the coaches always say? Well, we've got to win two battles in order to win the game today. We've got to win the turnover battle. And that's just basically don't suck. Don't have a crappy quarterback. (laughs) What's the other battle that you got to win, Matthew? Special teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The field position battle. And of course, yes, you got to kick the ball through the, 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 the uprights because that's... That's how games are won and lost. How many games have you seen won or lost at the end of the game with a guy kicking a ball at the yellow poles? A lot. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry if people don't like this, but these are, these are important guys.